God bless the city of Rock Hill. Rock Hill is such a special place. You're going to know Rock Hill from more than Football City USA. Pathways, Indoor Center, Knowledge Park. It's just a wonderful time to be in Rock Hill right now. The city of Rock Hill is one of the only destinations that fully gets it. It builds world-class venues that are better than anywhere in the United States. Hello and welcome to the Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray. To my right, Ashley Studebaker. We aim to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. And today we have one of the podcast OGs, Dina Kiever, back again. How does back it, again. How does it feel to be a repeat guest? Oh, I love it. Thank you for You're inviting me back. You're one of our back. first repeat guests, I think. Wow. Uh, well, we, yeah. We've had someone on uh, in like three of four. Oh, where, true. Yeah. She's yeah. been on a few times, but you were on... The podcast back in its origins. Back in the day. And yeah. so you're the first person to be pre-COVID and post-COVID. <laughs> yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> so I don't... Uh, the That's PC, an award now. What? PC, I guess... Yes, everything is pre-pandemic. Yeah, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. Post-pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to make like a, a before and after joke, but the abbreviations, acronyms are the same. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Dina, before we hop into... Uh, the questions. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and how you ended up at the city of Rock Hill. Oh, wow. Okay. I um, started with the city three and a half years ago. And my career journey has taken me a lot of places. Uh, I graduated from Winthrop. Okay. Oh. And swore I would never go to Charlotte and moved straight to Charlotte, <laughs> lived up there, and then at Lake Norman for quite a period of time, worked in the natural gas industry for almost 20 years before joining the city. So it's been a nice fit with my utilities and construction background. And I absolutely um, love being with the city have learned a lot with all the diversity of the departments. Uh, and I was not always in HR. I had gone into operations and construction and even pipeline DOT regulations for a period of time. So my background is very different from a normal HR person. Did you grow up in Rock Hill? I did not. I grew up in Spartanburg. Okay. Mm-hmm. So but we have Winthrop Eagles at the table, minus myself. Yep. And uh, we don't like coastal over there. So. Yeah. Oh, we don't? It, it, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. My children um, are considering coastal, so oh. I'll have to start liking that. Yeah. So. I'll talk I, to him if you need me to. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> before we get into questions about work, which I know you so diligently prepared for, we want to get to know you. So we have some this or that questions, and we're going to throw a minute on the clock, oh. and you're going to have to answer as many I'm nervous. as you can. Oh, don't be nervous. They're, they're very... <laughs> no pressure. There's only one or two that might be thinkers, but they're fun thinkers. There's, okay. not, there's no pressure. So you ready? Matching or mismatched socks? Matching. Bright or neutral colors? Neutral. A good movie or a good TV show? TV show. Good TV show or a good book? Mm. (laughs) Book? Go for a run or go for a walk? Walk, totally. Okay. Go on a (laughs) cruise or fly somewhere? Fly somewhere. Spring or fall? Ooh. Ooh. You get to do all kinds of fun things with your wardrobe in both. Um, both. I'm going with that. Um, keep the house warm or keep the house cold? Cold. Dogs or cats? Cats. Definitely. Never get stuck in traffic again or never have another cold? Ooh, man. Never have another cold. All right. Super sensitive taste buds or super sensitive hearing? These are weird questions. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Hearing? Uh, speak to animals or speak 10 foreign languages? Foreign languages. Breakfast in bed or a midnight snack? Breakfast in bed. All right. And our time is up. <laughs> These are um, so funny. All right. I have one more. 
Would you rather be in an airplane between two people arguing or sit next to a screaming infant? Oh man, Oof. both both stink. So you're really picking. I've done the infant, the screaming yeah. infant. So I think I could live through that again. Okay, so mm. the screaming infant. Mm-hmm. Cool. These well, are awesome. I just, yeah. <laughs> Where do you come up with these, Matthew? Uh, that is a magician never reveals his uh, secrets. See, I don't always know these beforehand, so that's why, like, when I'm <laughs> laughing, it is just genuine laughter. It's hilarious. So. Sometimes we do two truths and a lie. Sometimes we Ooh, just. I'm glad you didn't do that. That yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we, we have fun with it, but we'll, we'll get to the real stuff now. So you go ahead and give us your position title again. Human Resources Director. So the Human Resources Director, what all does that entail day-to-day, week-to-week for you? Oh, so my role and my department serve the city in multiple ways, making sure that our employees stay healthy and um, are served through our benefits programs, as well as making sure that we're staffed appropriately and then managed well so that we create a healthy culture here at the city. And so I'm often partnering with other department heads to make sure that their work groups are healthy and what resources we need to provide for them in order to do that. So you mentioned earlier, uh, well, we did, um, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. So you've lived through that or still living through it, whatever it is. What was COVID like for you in your department? So I could go on for hours um, (laughs) about this, um, but what I would say, not to minimize the illness itself, because there was certainly a lot of tragedy tragedy and fear through that time frame but for human resources across the board it was a game changer Um, not just for our department here at the city but as a career it was truly the most challenging thing that we've ever lived through Um, but in a lot of ways it brought hr to the table uh, in the c-suite in private organizations and certainly here at the city to partner with city management to make sure that our employees are safe and understand the new laws and balance the dynamics of their illnesses and families. And it was truly the most exhausting time of my life and my team's life, Um, but it was the largest growth experience all at the same time. Um, So we were constantly trying to come up to speed on the dynamic nature of the pandemic. So COVID really did affect uh, whether you, it be culture or jobs, changing the way that people work. What was the transition like from when you first came back to work during COVID to where we're at now? So the thing about the city is we never left. Mm. Um, there were no uh, major job changes for the city. We had a small opportunity to allow certain individuals to work from home for a period of time. And of course, if you remember back, it's kind of funny to look at it now. Uh, In March of 2020, the fear that drove so many decisions for different organizations in the nation as a whole um, really drove the decisions that we made at that time. But so many of our jobs, I mean, police, fire, sanitation, electric, water, sewer, there's no option to go home. Uh, We still have to provide those services. So there really wasn't uh, how we operate before and after. We've always operated the same and in provide those reliable services but what it did do is how can we make those jobs more safe so we are operating practices still um, well made a lot of changes to make sure that our employees were safe you mentioned exhausting most exhausting time in your life because you also had a very large part in the vaccination clinic can Mm. you kind of touch on that yeah so 
you thought 2020 was rough. Then um, January of 2021, I get the phone call that we are going to open a vaccination clinic and the community was going to come together to help vaccinate our citizens. However, the city was going to take a major role in the actual daily operations. And so, again, where I thought it wasn't going to get any more challenging, it was ramped up to solicit for volunteers in our community to make sure that we were able to execute on those vaccines. And day one was January 22nd of 2021. And we vaccinated 500 people in the first day. And I remember the night before sitting in my floor in my bed, almost in tears, how are we going to pull this off? <laughs> and and we did. And every day we got better. And every day we vaccinated a few more and up to over 50,000 before we shut down the clinic over at the Galleria Mall. So you say that's one of your bigger accomplishments you've been a part of? It was definitely one of the most rewarding. So regardless of whether folks believe in the vaccine or not, our community came together. Yeah. And um, as hard as it was to make sure that we had enough volunteers every day and everybody was trained and knew what needed to be done, every night, even though it was a late night, we'd pull our team together and say, what can we do better tomorrow? So truly, truly a, um, you know, a continuous improvement event. And we changed operations every day in order to accommodate what needed to be done. And I was so, so proud of that team. And I was an honor to work with everyone. Uh, switching gears back to uh, the city of Rock Hill and its staff. I feel like everywhere I go now, places are understaffed. While people didn't necessarily leave and go work at home, how is the city faring with its staffing? Well, we're experiencing challenges just like everyone else uh, in a 4% unemployment rate market. That means that we're all challenged and the city is no different. So we have to get creative, be intentional about appreciating our staff, uh, making them feel valued so that we keep them as team members and don't lose them now or in the future. Um, it's it's an interesting market, and when we look across our organization, it's a l- little bit scary, and we're trying to prepare for it. Almost 30% of our workforce could retire today. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so we are putting some measures in place, or we've already been, of course, on that journey. Uh, and so we've gotten a lot of support from city management and council to do some things. So what, what are some of those things where you um – kind of recruit or maintain workers? So we've been pretty busy revisiting our compensation programs. And with city management support and council support, we made some significant compensation strides in the fall of 2021. Uh, We feel like this is making a difference. It's it's gonna make a difference. Uh, The city as an employer now um, for part-time employees, all part-timers start at $9 an hour. Um, which wasn't the case, you know, six months ago. And our full-time are starting at $16 and up. So, and we're continuing to raise that floor as we go through the years. We have some goals we're hoping to hit in the next couple of years just to make sure that we are paying a livable wage and that anyone that works for the city, um, you know, feels good about their contributions in exchange for the compensation that they receive. We're also been looking at our benefits program. So any employee survey that an organization does, the top two things that people give feedback on are money 
and benefits. Mm. And so we continue to look at those programs and make sure that they're competitive and um, we're being creative to meet the needs of our organization. So, Go ahead. I was just about to ask, um, how many applications do you guys deal with either per week or you know per day, per month, if it's kind of a, a larger amount? So uh, last year we received over 14,800, well, the number's 829. So uh, it's, it's about 285 a week when you break it down. So it, it really depends on the position itself. So some positions we might get 200 applications for. Others we've struggled to get one. It, it depends on the position and it, it certainly has changed since the beginning of 2021. Things are rapidly changing. So people send in their resumes. What is your hiring process like? Yeah, so we'll post a job and hopefully there's interest. We certainly cast the net to advertise that job in different ways. Um, we're excited about our new partnership with the DMV. So Ooh. if you are in the DMV, check us out. We'll be <laughs> having an ad on the screens there to notify folks of our job vacancies. We certainly use the normal avenues like Indeed and other um, electronic means to get the word out. Individuals will apply. We screen those applications. We will, might set up for a phone screen, certainly an in-person interview, maybe a second round of interviews before we make a conditional offer. Once the conditional offer is made, then we will go through our background screen and drug screen process with employees. Uh, and then if all is well, we make a final offer. I feel like the number one question when someone's trying to get a job is, hey, when am I going to know? So how long, and I'm sure it depends on the position, but I know I've been there before. So about how long does it take for you guys to get that done? Yeah, it does uh, take a while with the city. Uh, I would say our average hiring process is between 50 and 75 days, um, and which you know we're working on. And it does depend on the position. So for me, it was more than 90 days oh, wow. in my experience. And yeah, I was wondering, hey, am I ever going to hear back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is about finding the right fit. And so we're going to take that time that's needed to make sure that we gather the applications and, and, and screen them appropriately and then find the right fit. Uh, what are some benefits and selling points for people who are looking to work at the city? Mm -hmm. As I mentioned a moment ago, the diversity of the departments is so uh, enticing and fun for me. And, and I know from a communications team standpoint, you get to work with all kinds of departments and yeah. learn about the city in different ways. So there's just lots of opportunities with so many different career avenues. Certainly the stability, and we saw that through the pandemic. Uh, we never had to furlough, never had to lay off. You know, we were... Um, taking care of our employees even through uncertain times and we're very proud of that the city offers a wide range of benefits and different ways to support our employees through the different programs that we offer as well as you know just service to the community I, you know i tell new hires you're no longer working for an employer that is in the business of making money and worrying about shareholder uh, contributions or what they're you know contributing you're now working for an employer that makes a difference in the community every day you have an opportunity to make that difference with how you serve our community and then of course just being involved um, with the community and seeing the difference again I tell new hires you've joined the city at exciting times I mean 
how many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that, you know, with the new businesses coming into town, what other city grew through the pandemic and opened new restaurants and had um, so many, a park, you know, Miracle Park, and we have new things like the Panthers coming. Oh, yeah. I mean, NFL you know, teams just, coming too. Yeah, yeah. in case so, you didn't know. It's just, you know, we get to serve those different businesses and avenues, whether it's, you know, installing the water pipes and electricity to making sure that they're safe. Um, people just take that for granted a lot of times. So the, the Gallagher Ward award mm-hmm. sorry um one can you kind of touch on what that is for people who might not know and what does it mean for the city to actually have received that award so we were just named the best in class employer by gallagher and gallagher is a um, third party organization who consults with businesses for their benefits and their needs they are an international firm and we were happy to receive that award uh, because they were able to take a look at all the benefits and programs that we offer and say, you are a best in class employer. And that helps give credibility to our programs from an outside entity. And, and certainly hope that folks will say, it's not just City of Rock Hill saying we think we have good programs and benefits, but we now have someone else sort of vouching for us that that is the case. Is that something you guys will use to, I mean, recruit as well? We will. Uh, we've already put out, with your the, your team's help, uh, that through newsletters, and, and mm. we'll be putting that as we advertise jobs that we are considered a best-in-class employer. And we're, again, we're very excited about that. When we talked about applications just a few minutes ago, you said there are some instances where you see receive a ton mm-hmm. and some where you don't receive any. Are there departments that are harder to hire for than others? I don't think there's departments that are harder to hire for. I think sometimes it's the position that's challenging. Okay. Um, Because within a department, we have so many different positions. And given the market, we've put programs in place and and even partnering with other employers, they struggle with the same thing. Our careers at the city are so behind the scenes that some folks never know they exist. Mm. And in some ways, that's a good thing. I I tell new employees, hey, you work for a city and you're operating behind the scenes. So a good day is when nothing goes wrong. But folks may never know or think about those services. So when I pull into the driveway at night, if my trash is picked up, it's I don't even think about it. Mm. But when it's missed or when I go home and my power's out, then it's a problem. But other days, I just take it all for granted. So we have to continue to promote our positions uh, to young folks and to the community that we do have good careers here in the city and um, need the services of individuals. So to your point or question about are there harder positions to recruit for, there are because sometimes you know we don't have water operators just sitting in the wings right and usually you have to go entice a water operator from another city or another mm, yeah. state to come to the city of rock hill and um and then of course we just sort of see hills and valleys of of different things i would assume the positions that might be tougher to hire for are those ones that have those kind of pre-qualifying things like oh you need to have a 
class A or B CDL or this kind of endorsement. Is that true? Like those that have those pre-qualifying needs for a position, are they kind of tougher? It can be. Or like in our planning department, I mean, there's just not planners just sitting out there. You know, again, there are majors at, you know, Clemson University and other universities that, you know, they are specific to that role. And so, again, we have to go find those very specific. But to your point about CDLs, that's a very good conversation that we're having now. We are partnered with Apprenticeship Carolinas and York Technical College, and we have started an apprenticeship program for CDL drivers. So we recently hired four individuals who had never had their CDL, put them through a training program, and they've now been able to obtain their CDL. And so they'll be on board with our um, public works department in as refuse truck drivers in the sanitation arena. So this is a big win for us that those partnerships and 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 helping upskill individuals who are interested in getting those types of certifications. We also have an apprenticeship program with our water and sewer program. That one's been in the works for several years. So again, those water operators that we know just um, aren't existing in the future, we're going to grow them instead and create them rather than trying to find them. Are those new programs? The CDL is very new. The water and sewer program we had started several years ago. It's been a little dormant. We're re- resurrecting it now. Um, so, And we're looking to establish additional apprenticeships across the city where it makes sense. So speaking of programs mm-hmm. um, and going off of that, what is The Works? Mm. The, <laughs> the Works is an idea that spawned in 2019 from conversations with the mayor and he had asked us to partner with Rock Hill School Districts to create a career exploration program and it is for high school students 10th 11th and 12th grade students Uh, to date we've hosted over 130 students for these experiences we bring them in Um, we now we now host them in the fall and in the spring they come in for an entire day. They get to pick what they want to, what experience they would like to have, whether their experience is going to be with the utilities department or learn about construction or maintenance or fire or police. We have about eight different experiences. We added the CDL experience this time, which we haven't had before. So they'll have the opportunity to spend the whole day learning about how we use CDL operators in various careers, one of them being our transit buses. Another one being in our construction arena with public works and stormwater. Another one is our sanitation drivers. So those students who, again, never knew or ever thought about careers with the city now get to see the various careers that are here at the city. What specific benefits does that have on the city? Mm. Well, the good news is we have now hired three ATC students. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. All have started as interns. Um, A couple of them have transitioned to full-time positions after they graduated. It is, they are wonderful. And we are excited about the partnership and long-term benefits. It's it's going to take time to grow the program and individuals to to reap those benefits because even though we have students really excited about police or fire, there we have age requirements on some of those. So you know, if they graduated at 18, they might not be able to join us right away. So we're really hoping that you know planting these seeds that long-term will have benefits both for the student 
and they can have a career that is stable with lots of opportunities long term. Uh, but as for the city um, to land some really good people. That's and almost a direct and practical result, though, that you can uh, the three ATC students. They are. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so the next one's in March. Um, do you guys, do you know if you have some already signed up or does the Rock Hill School District kind of communicate that with you? They do. We, we're we in constant communication with them. Our next program starts on March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So they are nailing down which students will be attending. They give us a list and then, you know, they show up on those days and we put them through an experience, um, feed them a good lunch. And there you go. <laughs> what more could you want? And then we teach them during lunchtime. We HR comes in and teaches them about how to write a resume, interview skills and, you know, hey, keep your social media clean. You know, stuff like that that yeah. they you know may not be taking heed of. And we want to make sure that they're successful wherever they land. What about the summer internship program? Mm. We have been very excited about this program. We've been hosting interns for a long time, but we more formalized the program a couple of years ago. In January and February are our recruitment times. We post the job on our website and behind the scenes during this time frame and really into the last fall, we started gathering which departments you know, have the ability to host an intern, what are valuable experiences that those interns can have. Because for me, it's really important that those students have a resume building experience. We don't want to bring them in and they're making copies and not doing meaningful work. And we have had great success while they're here for the summer. We bring them in every other week and feed them some good food so they can fellowship and get to know other interns across the city. And we bring in speakers from across the city that talk about their careers and and how they've been successful here at the city. So for you, do you get to meet like every and all new employee being the HR director? Are you kind of, do you get to communicate a little bit or just in passing? We have orientation every other Monday when new hires start. And I'm in every orientation and um, I love it. I love to be able to meet them, to personally welcome all new employees to the city. The city manager, David Vihan, meets with every new hire mm -hmm. and spends at least 15 minutes with every new hire. After they meet with David, they come by the HR office. It may or may not be me that they get to meet with based on my schedule, but somebody from our team is going to make sure that they're taken care of and any follow-up questions that they have from new hire orientation or anything else that they have questions about, we're going to take care of them. Before we uh, finish up, did we touch on the wellness program? Is that one we've touched on yet? I don't think so. What, what is the wellness program? So the wellness program, we recently did a survey about our benefits and making sure that we are on point with what employees want. We want to make sure our workforce is well. And so doing so, there's different areas of an employee's life that are important to them and us, their financial well-being, their physical well-being, their emotional and mental well-being, and then their career well-being. So we you know, are looking at how can we serve employees in all of those areas. We have a wellness program, and if employees participate in some of the required activities, such as get an annual physical and do some healthy activities, create a take a health 
risk assessment, all of that gets them a reduction in their benefit premiums, and certainly they're incented by that. But we overall want to provide lots of education for wellness and to our employees, and they have access to resources through our EAP or other educational sources. We host all kinds of you know, educational wellness programs for our employees throughout the year. Is there anything else we're missing or that you'd like to add? Well, if anyone is interested in joining the city as a team member, we are always looking for the right fit. Uh, Sometimes that's even more important than qualifications. Just making sure that I always tell folks, I want to protect our team. We have a good team. We have a healthy culture. And so that's what we're looking for. Individuals that are, you know, wanting to join our team. If you're interested in working hard and working in a dynamic environment, we've got a job for you. That is for sure. Because there's just so much, again, going on in the city. And we want folks that are customer focused and safety oriented. And those are the types of qualities that we're looking for. So it's just cityofrockhill.com slash jobs, right? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. There you have it. All right, Dina. Well, thanks for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill City Cast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.